0: On today's episode of Locked On Canucks, the Canucks face the lowly Anaheim Ducks, but the Canucks are actually lower than them. Besides, they're honoring Kevin Bieksa tonight. It is Locked On Canucks, and it starts right now. You're Locked On Canucks, your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Locked On Canucks, the show that keeps you locked in on all things Vancouver Canucks. Of course, I'm your host, Justin Pooney. You can find me on Twitter at Justin Pooney. That's first name, last name, Justin Pooney with an underscore at the end. Yes, I know. I have to change that. I just don't know how to change if you're watching on YouTube. So once I figure it out, I will change it. Uh, Also, you can find me on Instagram at process sports. That's P R O C E S S P O R T S sports with an underscore at the end. Also, I want you to like, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just type in lockdown Canucks on YouTube. And we are the first thing that pops up. Also, 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 please like, and please also, we are available on all streaming platforms. It took me a while to get that out. I don't know why, uh, but yes, thank you for all your support. Thank you for making Lockdown Canucks your first listen of the day. Of course, the Canucks are back in action following that disgusting, disgusting, disgusting performance on Tuesday night where they got destroyed by the New Jersey Devils, and I was completely wrong, and I thought the Canucks had turned the corner. But finally, not finally, infamously, I was wrong again. This team came up flat. No energy. Uh, they don't seem to care. Uh, they think that they are a, a powerhouse juggernaut team that's done something before, and they can flip the switch whenever. They are a lazy team. They have not proven to be an elite team, yet they somehow act like they're an elite team. And quite frankly, I'm going to get into this first block. It is pissing me off. But first, I want to go through the matchup with uh, the New Jersey, the Anaheim Ducks, okay? Uh, Bo Horvat's played well. Bruce Brujo finally hit 600 wins. Uh, Let's face it, though, both these teams are not very good. Uh, The Canucks, of course, have a lovely record of 2-6-2, while the Ducks have a record of 3-6-1. So something's got to give. Both these teams are in the cellar. The Ducks are actually a better team uh, than the Vancouver Canucks right now. They have more wins. Uh, And quite frankly, you had told me that uh, starting on November, Uh, of 2022 after this offseason, that the Canucks would be tied with the Ducks for wins uh, and the Canucks would be 32nd in the NHL. I would have laughed my ass off at you. I would have thought that was hilarious. I would have thought that was nuts. I would have thought that was absolutely crazy. But, so, there's still a lot of time left. I know I'm trying to be optimistic and not be pessimistic, but it's really frustrating. It's very, very frustrating. Um, But let's look at some good news. Kevin Bieksa is back. He was actually on the ice at Rogers Arena wearing a Vancouver Canucks practice jersey four years after he suited up in an NHL game and seven since he last played for the Canucks. Um, and he looked good out there. And the saddest part was I watched those social media clips. I watched all that stuff online. Uh, and Bieksa could actually skate better than half the defense core the Canucks have right now, which is an absolute joke and an absolute disaster. Of course, Kevin Bieksa is getting retiring officially as a Canuck and there's going to be an official ceremony. He signed the one-day contract with Vancouver. Um, and it was special. As a guy who grew up in that era where Kevin BX was one of the pillars of this organization, it was nice to see somebody actually with a spine come back and you know bless all of us with his presence. Of course, next week in Toronto, or the week after, excuse me, Henrik Daniel Sedin, Roberto Luongo will be inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame other guys that actually had a spine and came to work every day. Um, you know, he talked to all the guys in the dressing room and stuff like that. Um, and, you know, he talked to the team and all that stuff. And the one thing that Kevin Bieksa said was that really stuck out with me. First of all, he considered uh, himself always a Canuck uh, and, you know, it was funny, he talked about how, like, when him and Kessler were in Anaheim, they always talking about Vancouver and the way they did it there. And the one thing he said, he didn't... The greatest success in Vancouver, the thing that he cared about the most in Vancouver was not the President's Trophies, was not the Stanley Cup Final run. It was the culture they set in Vancouver for that team. Now, if we look back at that team and at that roster, those teams... Right, had a spine. Those teams were t- were together. You always hear about the stories you now about the brotherhood those guys had. How much they got, how much they got along. How guys like Henrik and Danielson set the tone off the ice with conditioning. Your two best players were the best conditioned players. Guys like Ryan Kessler, Alex Bros, Kevin Bieksa were emotional leaders that grew up together and that stood up. And it was a brotherhood. Roberto Luongo was a part of that. This Canucks team right now does not have anything like that. This Canucks team right now has no spine. No, no passion, no desire, no nothing. They have zero culture. Now, you can say, well, they haven't won anything. They haven't set the culture right. They have, there can't be any culture setting, right? That's absolute BS. These guys went on a playoff run in the bubble. That kind of was hot water to all of us. That kind of gave us hope. Sure as hell gave me hope that the Canucks were going to become something. It didn't happen. Those, tw- those Canucks, the Bieksa Canucks, went through hard, they grew together in the minors. They grew together losing and going through the Chicago battles and going through losing streaks and growing together and they built something special. Something this organization had never seen before and will never see again until these players take ownership, take control of this franchise and become the guys that say, hey, this is just as much as our problem and our fault as the other management staff. You cannot blame any manager anymore. The previous management staff is gone. The previous coach is gone. This is on the players. You can fire Bruce Bruger. You can do whatever you want. At the end of the day, you can bitch him on with the cap all you want. The problem is this. These players now don't act like they care. These players now don't play with the same intensity and emotion that those guys played for. Those guys that I watched every night growing up. Those guys have made This organization something that it never was before. Legit. A contender. When they went into every arena, teams were scared of them. They demanded respect from everybody in the NHL. Now you might say, oh, Boston and all this and all the, you know, they punched him in the face. It doesn't matter. The Vancouver Canucks under Kevin Bieksa, Ryan Kessler, Alex Bros, Roberto Roberto Luongo, Henrik and Daniel Sedin demanded respect. They cared. They put that. It was, it was on the front of the jersey was the most important thing. These Canucks right now don't care. You can see the way they play. They're lazy. They give the puck away. They don't take. They, they're putting a piss poor showings in front of fans that pay a lot of money to watch them play. And you can get all, all up in arms and it and get all mad you want. The fact of the matter is this. This franchise is not going to go anywhere until those players, those guys. In that dr- locker room, sack up, decide, you know what? This is enough is enough. This is our season. We have to salvage it. This is our career. This franchise has been through enough. It is time we take charge. And it starts tonight against Anaheim. You are a way better team than the Anaheim Ducks. Quit playing down to your competition. I want to see a blowout win tonight. I want to see this team play with something they haven't had in a while. And something that we, uh, Kevin BX's nickname, I, I, ironically, Juice. Play with Juice play with passion, play with desire, play like your ass is on the line and there is no tomorrow. Because quite frankly, the Vancouver Canucks are running out of chances. You have a few more home games before you go back out east. When you play some very good teams, Ottawa has no pushover. Toronto sure as hell is a talent, even though they are playing bad. Montreal, you know when you go out east, you're going to be in some battles with those teams. I am sick and tired of this team shitting the bed that game against new jersey the other night i watched that game and i the canucks had a good first period but after that let in two goals one was a stinker by thatcher Denko, and after that they folded like a cheap tent the canucks have too much talent on this roster to be folding like a cheap tent i'm not looking at any systems anymore i'm not looking at any manager anymore i'm looking at the players right now because these guys need to turn their season around and play with some damn pride I am sick and tired of seeing this team wet the bed every night. This team is too talented. Is too. I know there's injured in the back. I get it. But this team is too much talent. Has good players. It has no more excuses not to show up anymore. Play with some passion. Play with some juice. And play tonight. And you better get a win tonight. Because if you don't, there's just another slide down. And this season is going to be even closer to being done before it even got started. Oh, I had to get that off my chest. Now, coming up after this break, I'm going to dive into another... Oh, another Canuck thanks to just is not playing well right now. And I don't want to rant and rave anymore, but quite frankly, I have to. But first, I want to talk to you guys about betonline.net. BetOnline is your number one source for betting and your betting football and the start of the new basketball season. Find all the latest de- player developments, team matchups, news podcasts, in-depth analysis on every game. And as always, bet online remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting and up to the minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest, easy way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online, where the game starts. So we're going to start right here. Again, locked on Canucks sorry. That was a long winded we went on about finding juice and stuff like that. And again, it's frustrating as a Canucks fan. And part of the reason it is frustrating is because, yes, I said we cannot blame the previous management, but this player here was brought in by the previous management. And quite frankly, this might end up being the worst deal, the worst decision he ever made, uh, even worse than Louis Erickson. You know, there's been a lot of questionable moves, um, and a lot of just bad moves that Jim Benning made. Trades, mostly, and salary cap issues. A lot has gone wrong. Jim Rutherford had to go in and address this team. Kevin Bieksa addressed this team. Uh, I'm hoping something transpires, something changes, but who knows what happens. Uh, it's, it's up to these players. You can have all the meetings you want, have everything you want. Um, and all this all of these talks and all of that, but it's about the action. It's what Marshawn Lynch said it's about that action boss. That's all it comes down to. And this player right here uh has been horrible. Horrible this year. Oliver Ekman Larson has been absolutely awful. Awful. We knew when he was traded here that he wasn't gonna be the guy that deserved that big deal he got in Arizona. He's not that guy anymore. Injuries, age, all that stuff. Last year he played okay, considering you know what are all the situations everything considered equal, he played okay. But in 10 games this season, Oliver ekman Larson has been on the ice for nine even-strength goals. Nine even-strength goals, and that's tied for the worst with Tanner Pearson, who's, again, another guy who just baffles me that he's still on this team. Tanner Pearson is not an NHL player anymore. I don't even know who would take his contract. He's... OEL looks horrible. His... He's got 8.61 expected goals against, against when he's on the ice, which is the worst uh, on the Canucks. It's ranked 189th out of 207 defensemen to play at least 50 even strength minutes. I don't know what it is, but his lack of foot speed is there. His poor reads. He can't skate. And quite frankly, it looks bad. I, analytics aside, when I watch these games and I look at OEL play, he just looks like he's too slow. He's two steps behind everybody. And you know in this game, in this NHL, where speed matters, where speed is one of the, the probably the biggest skill that you need to have. and foot speed, he doesn't have it. He doesn't have it. And when I look at this roster and I look at this team, how are you supposed to be successful when you have that? Now, they're tied to this guy for a very long time. He got caught napping, and he gave, left Demco to dry on that 4-0 goal. You know, it's just, there's too many st- stats on the stats, and I, I've said them, but the other thing is, he's just not good anymore. And the worst part is, the worst part is, he's still under contract for another one 2 three, four, five seasons after this year. Five seasons after this year. And I don't know what the Canucks are going to do. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how you're going to resolve this, but you're stuck with Oliver Ekman-Larsen for the foreseeable future. And I, he simply he's got to play better. Otherwise, you put his ass in the press box. I don't care if you're paying him that much money. Send a message, put his ass in the press box. It's it's no more resting on your laurels, no more doing this, make hard decisions. You know what? Even if you Bo Horvat's been scoring left and right, right? He's on pace for like 60 plus goals this year. He's probably not gonna get 60 plus, but even if you want to trade Bo Horvat, right? Trade him. But you better get something in return that's gonna help this team. Because right now, he's the only guy, really, in my opinion that's really doing something on a consistent basis, right? And people want him out of town. I think you should keep him. Well, he's proving to you right now that he's worth every all the money you're going to give him. Because quite frankly, he's the only guy that I feel has actually showing some spine, right? So you want to trade your captain away. You want to trade him away for some assets. You don't want to pay him your money. That's fine. You better get something that replaces that. Because quite frankly, he's the only guy on this team right now and in this franchise on the ice that I see that actually is doing something of relevance now Kuzmenko is fine Podkosin struggling I get it sophomore slump Pod Kuzmenko's upside. Pedersen's been up and down Besser's injured again Miller looks like shit Demko has not been playing his best hockey Quinn Hughes just came back from injury the Brock Besser the Brock Besser experience this season has gone horribly and I would trade him if I could I, I love Brock Besser as a person I think he's a wonderful guy but I would trade him. It's it's done. It's over. Just it's time to move on. Whatever you can do to whatever you can do to get for, for Brock Besser, do it. He's never healthy. And when he's not healthy, he's not effective. Trade Brock Besser. Can't trade J T. Miller. Can't trade Patterson. Can't trade Hughes. Can't trade Demko. You're not going to trade McKeever. Um, You're not going to trade Podkolzin. I'd keep Kuzmenko. I'd do anything to keep Kuzmenko because, you know, he's proven he can play in the NHL and I have faith in him. Connor Garland, nobody's going to want him. Tanner Pearson can't play in the NHL. Luke Shen is a, is a solid defenseman that, you know, sticks out for his teammates. I always respect that, but he's Luke Shen at the end of the day. the Eckman Hart's been a dud. Tyler Myers has no foot speed anymore. Quinn Hughes is out there to draw all the time. You're playing guys that shouldn't even be in the NHL. Ethan Bear looked decent. Um, he's getting acclimated to it, but this team, this franchise, is absolutely pitiful right now, and I haven't. I'm. You could tell, but this episode, I'm pretty choked about it. But when I watched that game on Tuesday, I was like, after all this stuff I've been saying and bloviating and talking about and putting up here with the Canucks and how good they are. Quite frankly, they're not that good. They're not that team. They act like they think they might think they're that team, but they're not that team. I look at a team like just down the I five in the NFL, the Seattle Seahawks. Everybody wrote them off this year and through coaching, through a system, and through believing in themselves, look where they are now. They're first place in their division when nobody expected them to win three games this year. They've already won five. The Vancouver Canucks are a talented team, but they don't play like a talented team. They don't play like a team. They play like a bunch of individuals who think they're better than they actually are. And quite frankly, that is exactly what the problem is. And until that changes, this team is going nowhere this year. And tonight, I said it in Columbus a couple weeks ago. Your season starts again tonight. The two-game wins was nice, but your season starts again tonight. You need to win this game and win it resoundingly. And if you don't, tomorrow is not going to be fun. And at that, I'm done ranting with the Canucks. I'm now going to go take a break. We're going to take one more break. And then after that, we're going to go through the best bets uh, for tonight's game. But first, I want to thank you for making Locked On Canucks your first listen today. For your second listen, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter the most, the matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports to available on YouTube, this app, and wherever you get your podcast services. All right, guys, welcome back. Locked on Canucks, final block of the show. So Canucks, of course, playing host to the Anaheim Ducks. The Canucks are currently minus 178 on the money line. The over-under is set at 6.5. You know what? I'm going to go bet against the Canucks tonight. I'm going to bet against... No, no, I'm kidding. Um, The Canucks should win this game. They have to win this game. They need to win this game, uh, and they will win this game. They are simply just a better team. Right, Spencer Martin's a net. Spencer, I trust Spencer Martin. Uh, this team will be good. So I think the Canucks will win this game. I'm going to take the under in this game. Uh, I just feel that you know the Canucks cannot get into a shootout with guys like Trevor zegris and guys like that because that, they have some talent, right? So I'm going to go with the Canucks money line and the under at six and a half in this game. Uh, anytime goal scores, I'm going to go with I think Troy Terry scores for the Anaheim Ducks, and I think. It's time that Andre Kuzmenko scores. I'm going to go with Andre Kuzmenko. And I'm also going to go with JT Miller. We'll find the back from that, I think, on the power play. So there you have it. Canucks money line, take the under, take Troy Terry to score, JT Miller to score, and Andre Kuzmenko to score. For those of you counting at home and caring about that, I think the Canucks win this game 3-2, hopefully 3-1 around there. Uh, Maybe an empty net goal. It'll be a low-scoring game. And I think the Canucks will win this game. And if they don't, well, tomorrow you know there's going to be a rant and a rave from me that uh, will be of epic proportions. Now, I want to thank you for making Locked On Canucks your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reaction, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast services. Guys, take care. Stay safe. And I will talk to you all tomorrow.